This podcast and stream uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Chaosium Inc. slash Moon Design Publications, LLC, which are used under Chaosium Inc.'s fan material policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast and stream is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Chaosium Inc. For more information about Chaosium Inc.'s products, please visit www.chaosium.com. Welcome, everyone. Again, we already said that, but now I'm recording in Audacity. So welcome to the people who are listening at home, but not on their computer contemporaneously with this stream. Um, I mostly remember how to play the game of Call of Cthulhu, so we're going to pick it up where we picked up last time. Um, and I think, given that he's the worthy scribe of this operation, uh, Joe was planning <laughs> on doing the, the recap. I decided finally after 11 episodes that if I was going to be doing the recap every time, I should probably write these down, especially if we <laughs> record two months apart. So I wrote some notes on episode 13. I'm going to go ahead and recap episode 12 for us, too, uh, just because for our, our sake, Jacob Pretty can cut this out. Episode 12, we went to Brian and I, Cuddy and I went up to the hotel room where Jackson Elias was killed. Um, and we did some exploring of uh, his like makeshift office. We found some map markers. And on the map markers, there were three highlighted cities, Chicago, Louisville, and New Orleans. Um, we read a whole lot of articles about Carlisle, who headed the Carlisle expedition, and how he was a rich playboy, loose with his money. Uh, he had a finger in a lot of different jobs. Um, specifically jobs or and just things in general. Specifically, we saw th- notes on the Chicago stockyards. Um, I forget what was in New Orleans. Shipping. And then I think, what was it? Shipping. Shipping yards. Shipping in, in New Orleans. And then Louisville, I think, had to do with the horses. This is, uh, um, this, yeah, the Chicago stockyards. And then I, this was the, around the time they were building the canal in um from Lake Pontchartrain to the Gulf of Mexico as well. And we saw I saw a couple Canino. titles called The Order of the Fetid Sow and then The Symphony of the Swamp Angels. Uh, whatever those things meant. Um, and then we like ran into this lady who uh, thought we killed her son, but... Or no, 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 no. The, the son got... Um, put in jail. That's who. Uh, husband, 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 not son. Husband <laughs> got put into jail. That's who Yaps ran into. Um, he was framed for the murder of Jackson Elias, and this lady thought it was us. And we got into a little tussle, talked her out of it, ended up getting her number <laughs> after all was said and done, um, and promised her we'd like avenge her husband or whatever and prove his innocence. Um, and then we ended up going to the crossing around the Carlisle house just to check it out. It was very heavily guarded, so we avoided that. And we went to the, a different house of a recent um, murder victim. And we searched her house, and in the basement, we found um, activity of cult- cultists. And basically, that episode ended with 
us turning around and there they were in the door. So episode 13 was a big old fight. We fought the cultists. Um, there was weird candles that would stay lit uh, if you blew them out. There, there was a parchment in the middle of it. And um, after we had dealt with the cultists, there was parchment that had this text that was like moving in and out. And I forget if I was the only one to see this text or if other people could too, but... Um, you were, I, you were the one only where, one where there was anything comprehensible about it. Yes, I was the one who could read the text, even though the rest was kind of weird to everybody. And I, the only word I recognized was the word shrivel. And um, the third note I have here, since I made this document editable to the entire group, is we found butts and smelly turds, <laughs> and also no animals were sacrificed during the making of this episode. So that was episode 13. Um, you also, if you recall, um, you guys went into the bedroom. This was the cult, the Nancy Langenkamp, who was killed. Um, you went into the bedroom. You found another ritual knife. Um, yes. You and Joe, you were able to like channel your uh, medium powers and see the moment of her death. Oh, that's um, totally right. And yeah. you you realized that she herself was a member of uh, whatever the cult that's doing anything, and she was trying to back out. Um, that's why she. And was that's murdered. and that's why she was murdered. Yeah, I'm um, trying to remember it. if there was anything else. There's a lady with a whip, and Kirk punched her to death in like one turn. That's right. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's basically. Oh, and then there was a guy who was supposed to be like the weakest guy. He was just like the punching guy, and oh, he, yeah. he then almost killed Yaps. Yaps uh, like massacred my coolest guy. And then almost got <laughs> killed by the person who was like, oh, yeah, there'll be somebody there who's punching, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, yep. So, oh, Sound yeah. about right? You also blew up the house. Oh, yes, okay. Um, I don't remember you, that being an idea. In fact, what you did is you turned on the gas. Yep. And left, I think you maybe, like, left a lit match around or something. I can't remember. Um... When you left out the back, you saw um, that Rolls Royce that you had previously seen out front, mm -hmm. and you ran around front, and you noticed that somebody had gone into the house, like, basically through the front, basically right as you guys had been leaving, uh, but you didn't see anybody there. Uh, you booked it out of there. The house blew up, and you left, and I believe that's where we left off is that you guys yeah. had just fled uh, the explosion. You destroyed a crime scene in progress of an unsolved murder <laughs> and um, got out of there. Um, the only other thing I can think of that you didn't mention is there's also uh, the house that you went to, the fortified Carlisle house, the, the witch tree was out front. It's like a knobby, mm -hmm. fucked up old tree. Which is a real place in Louisville. Um, I don't know. Chat, shout us out if we forgot anything important. Um, but I think that's it. You guys are, are ready to tree? go. I forget the Carlisle house. Were they having a party that night? And that's why we went by because yes. we knew there were going to be a lot of people around. Like there was a special event happening. You went by just to check it out, and there was coincidentally people there. 
Um, and there were there were guards outside, like a, several of them. Um, but you could see that there were like at least a few people in there, and they were like drinking and hanging out. Got it. So I don't know if we want to try to go back there. Probably not. The other places we were sort of could investigate were the sanatorium and the um, horse track. Correct. There was also the second mm-hmm. murder. Um, and if you recall, that was one that Rocker, your friend who you busted out of jail, um, when Joe killed all those cops, um, <laughs> right. Right. um, uh, some has some kind of knows that guy, um, and kind of freaked out and he gave you a key that that was actually like three or four episodes ago. He gave you a key, mm. didn't tell you what it was because it was the lunch rush at um, Chucky yeah, Buckets. Buckets. <laughs> Bucky Chuckets. Bucky Chuckets. Bucky Chuckets. Um, so, yeah, you haven't, got, you haven't gone to the other murder scene. You haven't gone to Waverly. You haven't gone to the horse track. Waverly, that's the sanatorium. Shit. Yeah. Hmm, tuberculosis. Okay, well, what do you boys think we should do? Should we go check out the other murder while we're on a murder streak? I think so. That's where I would like intuitively think the vehicle that's escaping our scene might be going to. Hmm, yeah, let's go to the other murder house, boys. To the other murder Who's, Who house. got murdered here? What was his name? Michael Strode. I gotta take it from my notes. Um, and it's He's on... He's the one that was at the track, right? He was the track worker guy? He's a... He's a trainer. Trainer, He's yeah. a notable trainer. You guys find out, found out at the uh, Louisville Jockey Club, which uh, Colin Kramer and I had a discussion over whether it was called Churchill Downs at the time. It's not clear whether it would be called Churchill Downs, but it was definitely called the Louisville Jockey Club at that point. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, the Louisville Jockey Club. Um and yeah, Nancy's house is sort of in the southeast part of the city. And uh, Michael's is back over towards the middle. Excellent. It's I believe it's still nighttime. It is as of right now still nighttime. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go to the other. Let's go to the other murder house. Okay. Let's get our murder investigation on. Um. So you guys are in your car, backseat middle, the hearse. Uh, what do you do? What a ridiculous name for a car. <laughs> um, got it, Yaps. Let's go. We know where Michael Strode's house is. Yeah, you have a map. Um, I'm actually not. You have the, the map from, uh, and maybe, Joe, if you wanted to throw that up, just if people don't remember. Is that like back it was, past it, the Carlisle house? Actually, kind of. Like, should we try swinging by the Carlisle house and seeing if the party's died down? Just in yeah, case. Yeah, been gone like an hour or so, right? it, it would be like zero minutes out of your way if you wanted to do that, as far as I can tell. So maybe so. We, we swing by and just have somebody pop in real quick? Uh, just see if the party's still going on, if all the security and stuff is still there. Yeah. That's kind of where the question mark is, right? Central Park? Yep. Right in the middle of the map. So we're leaving Strode, we're going to hit the party up and then go to Langen Camp. Opposite. We no. We just yeah, we're leaving Langen camps. We're leaving Langen camp and going to Strode. Heading northwest. Gonna run oh, by the party I, yes, yes, on yes. the way. All right, let's do it. Wait, literally in our notes that we just wrote down says went to Michael Strode's house. 
Don't worry about the notes. We are eventually going to Michael Strode's house. <laughs> is this is this Joe taking notes in real time? I'm yeah. taking notes in yeah. real time. Don't get confused. <laughs> this is going to be a train wreck. That's in the future. <laughs> right. Yeah, Joe. Bye. Assuming you live long enough. Why? Yeah. Well, because if we the first time we drove by the Carlisle house, the security guards like noticed our vehicle, right? Yeah. Uh, so well. maybe we park a block over and walk up. Or does it matter? Do we care? No. We don't care. Should we try? Well, and I guess get... seeing a hearse twice in one night is probably probably a very not <laughs> common. It's certainly thing, ominous, yeah. if anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> people, okay, we'll spook them. People, yeah, people, 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 we'll are, people are hella dying in the 1920s. Yeah, we'll, we'll drive by again, spook them. It's like okay. seeing a black cat cross <laughs> your path. Seeing a hearse twice in one night. Okay. Bad sure. omen. So, so is that what you guys do? You drive. Yes. You drive yeah. by. I pull up the hearse onto their lawn. <laughs> that's not true i'll keep it in the street um yeah so you pull by the strode house there is still a spooky tree out front and um quite honestly not much has changed it's probably been like two hours uh since the last two or three hours since the last time you were there it's pretty well into the dark of night um the lights are still on in the house there is still a fairly significant amount of armed security standing out front, and um, you can still you can still see people inside. Um, you can I can't remember if you noticed this last time, but I will note like you did like newsreel research and stuff like that. You kind of found out a little bit about Roger Carlyle and his family, his wife Erica Carlyle. Um, you can see through like a big bay window in the front. She's in there. She's drinking a glass of wine, and uh, she's she's cutting it up with uh, some people in there. It doesn't necessarily look like sinister or anything. It, it just sort of looks like some rich people drinking and hanging out. There's a record player. You can't hear the music because it's in the house. But um, yeah, hmm. same as same as before. Just just having a nice little party, a little get together. Yeah. Nothing. Do we ever, just a question, just for our strategery here, do we ever intend on getting into this house this evening? So I believe that the, if I remember right, what I saw about Carlisle from Jackson stuff, uh, I I can't recall. I, I think it, I think there was there was an event happening tonight, but it was supposedly sinister, like a cult gathering. Well, they certainly don't do the sinister, sinister stuff in the living room is kind of what I'm getting at, since we I, just found yeah. everything in the other house, like in the basements. I think you guys had found out that there was maybe a sinister something happening in a few days. Uh, uh, it was not tonight. Okay. Got it. So I think there, there will come a time where we would want to investigate the house, but maybe when it's more empty or closer to that yeah. time frame, we would remember. Yeah. So I do one of these. To the house and then uh, <laughs> drive on to the other murder house. You see, you see one of the guards kind of like point and to the hearse, and he's like, he's like whispers to the other guard next to him. And the other guy's like, "That's spooky." <laughs> I do one of these. <laughs> 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 
I just like peek up from the back of the truck, <laughs> the horse where I'm laying in the trunk. <laughs> just like Undertaker up in the back of the <laughs> Um Okay, so on to the other murder house. Unless, Cuddy, you want to see more here? You want to do something here? No. Too many people. Murder house. Murder, murder house. house. Murder house. Yes, let's go murder more people. That's the name of the first season of American Horror Story. Murder house. I know. I remember that. That's good. Um... All right, yeah, you guys head over there, and it's pretty close by. The city is tiny. Um, I think we talked about this, this in a previous episode. This map that we have of Louisville is like one-eighth of the current city of Louisville. So mm-hmm. every location you've been to here is like literally a five-minute drive from each other. <laughs> um, yeah, just a few blocks. So, um, yeah, you head over to uh, Michael Strode's house, and it's a nice house in the middle of the city, and I um, don't actually know what this neighborhood was like in the 1920s, or even if it was a residential neighborhood, but let's say it's a pretty nice neighborhood um, in this mythos. Uh, this You notice the houses are maybe not as nice as like the Carlisle house and the other houses surrounding it in what is now Old Louisville. Um, but it's definitely nicer houses than Nancy's house. Nancy's house was a rather humble, um, just a small house that a woman would live in, like a regular income woman with like a normal job or whatever would live in. Uh, whereas this is a this is a house which looks pretty nice, um, and it is it's nighttime. Um, it's dark on, in the street. There may be a couple. Uh, street lights around that are lit up, so you're not in total blackness. You've got the moon and the stars and what have you. Uh, but for the most part, everybody's asleep. It's the middle of the night. And um, when you look at the house, like with Nancy's, um, you know, as far as you can tell, this was still an active crime scene. There's, like, police tape on the door. So um, that's what you see. Do you have any questions about that, or what do you guys do? Can I we... got kind of tell... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, can we see if there's any other entrances to the house? Maybe around back or a side window or something? Or... Um, so, being that this is a little bit nicer part of town, um, most of the yards in this area, including this house, have fences. Um, so I think if you recall, when we were talking about Nancy's house, it was just like a big, like a bunch of backyards which ran together. Uh, whereas these are fenced in backyards. So, um, in or, in order to see what the back of the house looks like, um, you would have to actually go to the back of the house. Um, you'd have to climb over the fence or go through the back gate or something like that. From the front, you can see that there's a front door. Um, and maybe there's like a side porch, which also has a door as well. Um, just normal looking entrances to the house. Do you think there's any benefit to, I'm assuming these are some sort of like oil or oil gas, it's like street lamps essentially being like hand lit every night. Is that an accurate statement? Or are they just like electric street lights? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to spend the time or energy to figure that out, so I won't be uh, extinguishing any of them to the house. Okay. Um, the visual f- history of street lighting from the 19th and 20th centuries. <laughs> so I was just looking at the Wikipedia. 
It looks <laughs> like it looks GPT. like incandescent lights did exist in the 1920s. So, yeah. 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 Electricity. Never Heck heard yeah. of it. <laughs> Excellent. So. Oh, yeah. Bulb street lamps. First quarter of the 20th century. Okay. So what do you guys do? All right. Yeah, let's go. Let's just, uh, let's just sneak on back. Let's climb up, hop the fence and sneak on back there. Where are you guys parking? Hmm. Probably not right in front of the house. I'd say, I mean, let's find, let's, you know, drive down the block a little bit and find just kind of a darker area. Maybe a street light is out or just an area where the street lights aren't, uh, you know, no one's going to see us kind of getting out of our cars. Okay. And you're going to try to like creep around the back. Yes. yes, back like we did for Langan Camp. I think we snuck around the back. Okay. Um, let me see. Um, <laughs> everybody, give me a. Uh, give me a stealth check. Fun. Seriously. Ninety-seven. Okay, I'm guessing that's not a pass. That's not a pass. Uh, mine is also not a pass. A seventy-seven. Come on, yaps. Uh, I'm trying to find the dice roller tab that I had generated. <laughs> I'm a mess, dude. I could just roll for you while you find it. Here we go. Seventeen. Nice. <laughs> so yaps pass. actually passes, right? Right. Um. Okay. So, uh, yaps, you know, veteran. World War One. This is a guy who's sculpted around in some trenches and whatnot. Um, he's moving pretty, uh, pretty fluidly throughout these backyards, hopping these fences pretty easily. Um, unfortunately, Cuddy and Slicer are kind of bumbling around. Cuddy, uh, like, uh, just like maybe like kicks over a paint can, just kind of falls, climbing over one of the fences. Not a very agile, makes a little bit of noise. And Slicer, in particular, he like runs into a metal trash can <laughs> and like a light a few houses over turns back on um, and uh, just makes a huge ruckus. However, um, nothing, nobody stops you. Nobody impedes you um, as far as you see. So um, you guys do make it into the backyard of the house. It is a house's backyard. It's a pretty decent-sized backyard. You can see that there is a um, quite a bit of gardening that had been done in the backyard, tomatoes, uh, some flowers, things like that, that are starting to be overgrown with weeds because, um, obviously, the occupant of the house is deceased. He's, he is no more. Um, so, uh, But it's a pretty nice big backyard. There's a garage in the back, and uh, there is a back door. Uh, which is uh, also has crime scene tape on it. I think uh, if you guys recall when you went to Nancy Langenkamp's house, um, you noticed that the crime scene tape on her doors was cut as if someone had been there before you guys. Uh, this is not. Mm -hmm. It is, appears to be intact and sealed. Um, I kind of want to go to the garage first. I, I was, that's what I was thinking. Well, let's do it. Is there a door to, to the garage so we don't have to open like the, the large garage door? There. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, you don't see, have to like roll a, up is the there garage like a, right, door. Right. Side right. door. Is there like side a side door? door? 
creaky door. Is it a, a detached garage or attached? It is detached. Um, if it's detached, then there probably isn't another door. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> luck roll. Luck roll. <laughs> yeah, sure. Roll um, luck. Roll luck. Actually, we'll just. I, I, don't, no, I don't care enough. For, we'll for just this. open the garage. We'll just <laughs> open the door, the garage door, slightly enough for Yaps to roll inside. There we go. Alone. Perfect. What's the worst that could happen? It's, yeah, true. Let's go. I'm, I'll go in. Listen, if this campaign ends, at least it needs to end with somebody dying. YOLO strats. Yeah, so I guess we crack open. Well, I guess yeah, first we crack just open pull the garage on it to see if it opens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good it, idea. It, it opens. There's um, there's like a turn handle on the outside. This is you know before the era of garage door openers. So there's literally just a crank on the outside that you turn, and then you can lift the door open. All right, so we lift the door open. <laughs> I guess I'm rolling under. All right, quietly as possible. Cr- crowbar in hand. Um, yeah. So um. You, man, I wish I had my lighter for a little bit of light, but I guess that's not. I still need to find you a replacement. So, um, you go in. It it is dark. Um, give me a, give me a spot hidden check. Spot hidden. Here we go. Seventeen again. Is this broken? (laughs) <laughs> I'm going with this. Seven, 17, so uh, medium pass. The, hard the... pass. Um, okay, so um, like we said, electricity exists at this time, and this is a fairly nice house. Um, you see an incandescent light in the ceiling with a pull chain. Uh, I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to turn it on. Okay. So you turn it on, um, and it illuminates the garage. It's, it's kind of a dim light bulb. It's an old-timey light bulb, but you can see around, you know, fairly well. Uh, there's a car in the garage. It's like a Ford Model T type car. It's not particularly fancy, but it is a, a you know, he owns a car um, as, a, as a wealthy person in this time period, or a kind of wealthy person in this time period. And um, you look around the garage and you notice uh, a, a few things. There is a sawhorse with a saddle thrown over it. Um, there are things like riding helmets and props. Um, this is sort of like a um, it, it looks like he's maybe an amateur or even maybe better than amateur uh, workman of some sort. There are tools and things around. And this is all surrounding, um, like, horse-related items around the garage. There's horseshoes, um, you know, the little brushes that they brush their feet with. Um, they, like, file the... There's, like, a, a file that they file their hooves down with. You know, all, all, all that type of stuff that horse people have. Um, and uh, there is a picture frame on the wall which has a um, a jockey outfit in it. It's got uh, it's purple and green diamonds on it that you notice it sticks out because um, most of the garage is 
like I said, tools and things, things you expect to find in a garage, and this looks a little sentimental. Um, I'm going to investigate that a little closer. So, um, you walk up to it, and uh, like I said, it's a, it's a jockey outfit. It's got a little hat, purple and green diamonds, and um, a crop next to it. This is clearly like a little diorama that he has constructed or someone has constructed, and there is a plaque um, at the bottom which says um, Rocco Erdman Belmont Stakes 1918 Interesting Rocco Birdman Erdman Can I pop E-R-D-M-A-N Can I pop that plaque off? Is it possible to just kind of like just take that off so somebody that is not looking I feel like that would be a piece that somebody that knows this person would know is missing but if it's still there and just the plaque is off, it'll probably raise less suspicion. And I just want to make sure we have something to to remember that that name by, and maybe something that we could reference uh, in later conversation. Yeah, you could get it off pretty easily, no trouble. Like I said, you're in like a a work area, so there's tools around. Um, maybe just like there's a screwdriver, and you could take it off with a flathead screwdriver, or there's a chisel, you could pry it off. Um, however you want to characterize it. But, um, yeah, you could take that off, no problem. Okay, uh, cool. So I will take that and just slip that into my pocket. Um, I'm also going to take a quick look into the Model T to see if the keys are in there, um, just in case. That is something, that's a piece of information we need. Um, or that's something we, that we need to use. They are not. Okay. Um... You know, at this point, I'm going to turn off the light, but slowly roll up the garage the rest of the way so the other two guys can get in here and take a look to see if they see anything that I may have missed. Okay. Seems like it's fairly innocuous in here, so um, I will get them in here to take a look. Okay. What are you going to do? We get in the garage and take a look. What'd you find, Yaps? Uh, I show the, um, the Rocco Erdman plaque. You know, it's like, this looks incredibly sentimental. This is probably a name we're going to need to know. Um, and I'd like to have a physical thing, you know, if we're ever interrogating, talking to somebody or trying to squeeze for information that we can actually pull out and refer to. So, um, yeah, that's the, kind of the, the big item that I saw. Feel free to take a look. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Give it a sweep. I forgot I was doing a voice for this. I just remembered, so I'm gonna have to yeah. start doing it. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. it's been a couple months. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, being the most uh, observant individual of the group, I'll give a sweep of the old place. See if I find anything give me useful. A, give me a roll. Spot hidden eight zero zero eight. That's an extreme pass for old slicer. Natural to think of something else useful in this garage. Interesting that you would roll that. <laughs> um, hmm. So, okay. You are looking around the garage, and uh, maybe Yaps didn't notice this. Um, 
with the light on, but actually with the light off, you notice um, when you kind of walk past and cast your eyes over the uh, Model T, um, it's got like black seats, and uh, there you can see a corner of white paper uh, sticking up from uh, between the driver's seat and, and the passenger seat. Or, you know, it's kind of like in one of the crevices of the mm-hmm. car. <clears throat> is, it, is the car unlocked? Uh, it's like, a, it's almost, you know, these old-time cars are almost like carriages. It's, it doesn't even have a window. So it's like, oh, excellent. there's a windshield, but um, you could just reach into the car. Uh, yeah, so did you check this out? And I reach in, I snatch the paper out. Also, it's it's totally unlocked. They hadn't invented being scared of crime yet in the 1920s. <laughs> as, as everyone is dying. Yeah. Um, right. No, I had. Um, no, I hadn't seen that. There you go. That's a that's a temp like a tepid attempt at getting the uh, the accent back. So no, you, I, I uh, haven't seen that, and I can't even read. <laughs> uh, so you grab the paper. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. It's a piece of paper. Uh, you can vaguely make out that there's writing on it, but it's dark, so you can't read it. It's too dark to read it. I thought the light was on. He turned it oh, on. He turned it off before you let us in. Oh, I didn't turn the light back on. I can't see anything. Yeah, so I just turned that light off. Okay. You do turn the light back on? Yes. Okay. You turn the uh, light oh, back no, no, on, no, 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 no. and the I now bef- completely open garage door. God! Uh, I was just light- about to say, grab his arm and close the garage door. <laughs> Floods out into the driveway. I uh, shut it off immediately. Uh, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, that's why. Okay, I got it. <laughs> All right. I go out into the Thanks, moonlight Doc. and read the letter. Only, once again, if only you had a little handheld light creating device shut the fuck up um, mood light sure it's it's a it's uh the the night is clear there's no light pollution so there's tons of stars in the sky it's a fairly big moon um and it is what i have notated strode letter in the handouts ooh i see that Let's share. All right, here it says, uh, my dearest Erica. Isn't that Carlisle's wife's name? Intriguing. I'm sure there's multiple Ericas. Could be a quinky dink. I've seen what it is you plan to do, and I won't be a part of it anymore. What you did to all those people at the sanatorium, what you're planning to do at the stakes. The stakes. That's a horse race. It's madness, and you know it won't bring Roger back. Roger Carlyle. Aha. I know what's probably in store for me, but know this. Rocco had nothing to do with my decision. Yeah, didn't you say you got a Rocco Erdman plaque? Yeah. Rocco. Yeah, and I kind of kind of pull it out and toss it over to uh, Spicer. It was mine and mine alone. My decision at all. Him and this Rocco fella. And I'll bear the consequences. Erica, listen to me. We can't take anything back, but it's not too late to stop this. Only you can make that decision. Please, for the sake of all, stop this madness. With all my love, Michael. Hmm, I don't know, boys. Seems to me like Michael Strode here was having a little love affair with Erica Carlisle, Roger's wife. 
No one bring Roger back. Roger Carlyle. Was he dead? Did I know that? He he went on, he went on an expedition, an expedition he? and he never came back. Uh, so it could be back. Back from the dead, back from the expedition. Who knows? Hmm. Sounds like Michael here met his uh, met his end. Finishes reading. I'm gonna walk, start walking over towards the house and just start inspecting the rear door and the police tape and seeing if it's been like tampered with or anything before we enter. It doesn't look like it has been. Can I touch the reach the lock or whatever without disturbing the crime scene tape or whatever? You wouldn't be able to open the door without breaking the seal. Um, I mean, you could do that and try to fix it afterwards. Um, but, uh, it's, it's like over the door frame and the door. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to start, I'm going to, uh, is the door unlocked? Is it already yes. just unlocked? Interesting. Is there like a window or something that's on like ground level? Yeah. Go go for it. I'm just taking there's notes. A, there's a few. Okay. I just want to, I guess, check the windows and make sure there's nothing going on in the house. You, you're looking in the windows? Yes. Okay. Um, the lights are off and you don't see anything at a glance. All right. I'm going to, I guess, try and open one of the windows. Give me a luck roll. 60. What is that, a tie? Is that a, is a success or not? Uh, it is a success. It's a success. Okay. Uh, so you feel uh, just just by the skin of your teeth, uh, you have, in the back of your mind, you feel like, wow, uh, this could have been locked, but it just so happens to be unlocked. <laughs> and uh, you give it a try, and uh, yeah, the window slides open. Or it's like a it's like a latched, um, you know, like uh, I don't know what you would call that, like a French door kind of, like a French window. door type window. It's like a big latched window, and the latch isn't done, so you can actually just push the windows open. Yaps and Slasa, we can get into the house right here through this window without breaking the seal on the doors. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Can I ask a clarifying question real quick about the letter? Sure. Um, what she planned to do at the stakes, had we heard of anything that happened at the stakes, or is that something that is yet to happen, but now we know that something is about to go down? I don't, I don't good, recall. I don't, think <laughs> I don't think we've heard of anything okay. happening at the stakes. You guys, okay. you guys haven't been to Churchill Downs. You haven't really investigated yep. horse race stuff, except I think Yaps talked to like a gambler at the bar once. He sort of rambled about some stuff, but um, you haven't really looked into it. But there has, like, there were news of these murders, but there hasn't been any news of anything crazy happening down there yet. So maybe it hasn't happened yet. There's horse races. It's 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 horse racing season, so there's yeah, horse yeah. races going on. You guys kind of haven't like investigated that specifically, but you haven't heard of anything like particular. Got it. Hmm. Um, yeah. All right. I'm gonna head over towards where Cuddy is. Um, is the and I'll you know if if the window is a, a little bit higher, I'll go ahead and boost the other two in, uh, and then follow suit myself. Okay. 
Uh, you guys come into what looks like sort of a um, like a reading room. Um, there's like a lounge type couch, a chair, there's a bookcase over on the left. Um, to your right, once again, in the back, there's like a kitchen. Um, pretty nice looking kitchen. And, uh, both the, like, so those are, if, like, the windows are behind you, you're facing forward, you can see that both of the, both the room that you're in and the kitchen, um, have doorways which go into the rest of the house. Well, boy, should we split up? Check the house? I think we should lock the windows and then, like, put chairs or something in front of, like, the doors, the main doors and the back door. That way, if, like, we'll hear a ruckus if people somehow come no cultist surprise yeah, tonight spy yeah. movie shit let's do it set some noise traps just yeah. in case uh so for, especially if we're gonna split up yeah um so yeah there's chair there's like um like i said there's a there are there's a big chair two big chairs in the room that you're in um if you were to look through the kitchen a little bit there's like an attached dining room with like a table with regular kitchen table chairs around it. Um, so there's chairs around. Like I said, there's bookcase, there's furniture, whatever you guys I'm want. I'm just going to lock the, the window that we came through and then kind of go through and check the, and lock the other windows and then use the plates, lean the plates up against doors, like the front door and the back door rather than moving furniture. You said you're going to do what now? Use plates. Like, oh, like so they'll fall over. Shine. So they'll, yeah. Fine shine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and um, when you so basically when you walk through the kitchen through the attached dining room, you come into like if you were to go through that dining room towards the front of the house, uh, you come out in like uh, kind of the living room. There's a um, you pass by that side door you saw. You get to the front door. Um, don't really notice anything at a glance. Um, it's dark. Um, you haven't kind of looked around for stuff yet, but. Um, Nothing jumps out at you like a person, for instance. Uh, no person <laughs> or monster yeah. jumps out at you. And uh, yeah, you're able to pull off that little maneuver without any trouble. Oh, uh, yep. Slasa, should we uh, start with a basement? This so, we're, so, so we're not <laughs> splitting up? <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I think it's up. probably better we move as a, a unit. A unit. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Seems like they love basements around here for uh, uh, suspicious activity. So why don't yeah? Why don't we go there first? To the basement. Knock it out. Am I uh, leading Assuming the charge there in is here? A basement. Am I pretty beat up? I feel. Let me check my character sheet real quick. I feel like I took a licking last uh, last time. There's no shot. I'm about half health. It's sort of, so every day you regain two HP, and so as we, like, sort of progress through the night, probably, I'll say, it's a new session. Everybody regains two HP. Nice. Don't worry, I have some skint possum still. Skint possum! (laughs) Yeah, so I'm at 12 of 30, then, after adding the two, so... (laughs) Knees a little shaky out here for you. Um, all right, I do some cool twirl with the crowbar and lead the charge downstairs. Ready okay. to mess some folks up. All right, you um, you go down into the basement. Uh, it's creaky, wooden steps. 
It's very dark down there. You guys didn't turn on any lights upstairs. Um, so whatever moonlight is coming in through the, that bay window or through like a window on the door or anything like that, uh, is not reaching down this staircase. Um, so you are walking down into basically, uh, total darkness. Um, really use a lighter. Didn't, didn't know. Can I search the kitchen for a lighter? Didn't Slicer have like a dagger that gave off like one of the eerie glow or something? Mm, I don't think it gave off a glow. It like uh, it got warm and vibrated in the presence of uh, other things. Spook- Wait, uh, one second. I'm going to go back to the kitchen and look through some drawers, junk drawers, see if I find a lighter. Someone's got to have a lighter. This house, a lot of people smoked. Give me a spot hidden. Oh, here we go. Uh, 50, which is a regular pass. Yeah, you're like uh, kind of riffling around on the counter. Um, looking under plates and stuff. It's like I said, this guy got murdered. Everything is as he left it. Um, so the kitchen is not exactly tidy. Nobody's cleaned up in a while. Um, but you do manage to find a book of matches. Excellent. I rush back down the stairs. Should we make another torch? Is that (laughs) yes? Yeah, maybe a towel from the kitchen and like a yeah. There'd be a rag in there and. Let's make a torch. We're making a torch. Yeah. Making a torch. Molotov cocktail. Just throw it down there. We'll Light need it when we up. blow up this house. Yeah, when, when we, we blow leave. up the house, too. Yeah. It's just an arsonist running around <laughs> blowing up murder scenes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm walking down left hand, a torch with the left hand out in front, and my right hand gripping uh, my crowbar as I now feel just a smidge more confident <laughs> walking down the stairs now that I can see some stuff. Okay. You gear box of matches. Um. Okay, you walk downstairs. It's uh, it's a musty basement. It's unfinished. In fact, it's got like a dirt floor, almost like a cellar. And uh, when you cast your light around, you do see that um, there are there are some racks with like uh, wine bottles and even a couple barrels down there. Um, like this is, this was sort of a makeshift wine cellar. It's a little cooler down there than it had been upstairs. It's a, it's basically one big room. Hmm. I guess I, I kind of do like a sweep of the sides to try and see if there's anything a little bit more amiss amongst the, the walls. Everybody yeah, give me, follow, everybody give me a... Closely. Well, so at a glance... You don't see any doors or anything or passageways. You know, when you were at Nancy's house, that door was pretty obvious. Um, and also that basement had, um, it was a spooky darkness, a particularly notably spooky darkness. And this is just a regular spooky darkness um, when there's not any light in the room. Um, so it, nothing that appears to be hidden uh, at a glance, you don't see any doors or other passageways or anything like that. You are welcome to mm. look a little harder if you want. Yeah, yaps will look harder. You said there's like a <laughs> wine rack or yeah. whatever. Yeah, anybody who wants to, uh, like, peek a, behind the like the wine rack, give me a spot hidden. May. Yeah. Fuck. Ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have the highest spot hidden. 
I got a 79. I got a 45. I'll say. Does anybody pass? No. I uh, okay. I so, you guys don't notice anything of particular significance down here. Slicer, um, when he's trying to, like, go through the wine rack, he actually hits his head on an overhead beam and thinks he's being attacked by a monster and loses one sanity. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I would like to maybe dust off an old expensive bottle of wine and uh, take it with me. Sure. Could come in handy if we try to, say, talk our way into the Carlisle house as... I'd like to open guests. a bottle and just kind of pour a little bit out on the floor and see if it flows anywhere. <laughs> Pouring out for Jackson. Just to okay. see if... You know, like, eh. Sure. That makes sense to me. Um, it's actually you, blood. you succeed at doing that. Uh, the, <laughs> the liquid you pour out of the wine bottle smells and looks like wine. And does Perfect. it pool or does it... <laughs> does it... Does it pool or does it like run does it to... float somewhere? in the air? Um, I, I mentioned that it's like a dirt floor, so it kind of pools and then absorbs into the ground and leaves a little, little, little burgundy stain. Uh, okay. Well, right. oh boy, nothing to see here. Let's go upstairs. No, no, no. Hold Let on, hold on, hold on. You said there's barrels, right? Yeah. I'm cracking every barrel with my crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm popping the lids off. Okay. Um. It's really going to go up in flames. You, uh... That the contents spill out, and it's um, as bootleggers, you immediately recognize that uh, these barrels had corn whiskey in them, um, which was in various states of aging. And um, yeah, if you want to carry that through, you can you can crack all the barrels and and see what's in them. Um, it, it is it that's it. It's 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 corn whiskey, clearly kept <laughs> like. Uh, Illegally, and it's being aged. Um, you don't immediately detect the uh, the odor of your own product, so you're kind of like. Mm. Mm. I give it a little taste. Wealth can't buy how, taste. How right? shitty is it? <laughs> tastes like regular whiskey. Tastes like mother. Just kidding. No, it doesn't. It tastes like. God, whiskey. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the All lesson right. that Joe will never learn: <laughs> right. just tasting stuff. Um, I put it in my mouth. All right, Joe. Whatever you want, man. Um, okay, uh, I guess we uh, we roll back upstairs. I feel like there's yeah. something we should have found down here, but since we all botched our rolls uh, <laughs> before, before Cuddy rolls like as Slicer and Yaps are heading upstairs, I'm just gonna go and turn these barrels over just so it kind of floods the basement with this jesus okay oh. okay and then head upstairs all right where are you guys headed now uh i guess we search uh, the main floor yeah. okay there's like the kitchen you already kind of riffled around in there it's where it, slicer found the matches is it like there's a, a library or sitting room or something there's like a reading room i think i called it with a bookcase some furniture um you guys didn't take a quick look at you didn't take a close look at it um that's the room you came in through and then there's a there's a living room out uh where the front door is um, um and it's not right, like it's not like huge it, you right. don't have to necessarily go room by room um no it's not very big I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start searching. Let's just split up and kind of search every yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. Like we're all in the same area. Let's just all. Do yeah, I'll just go to search. the living room. Sure, I'll go. Okay. To the living room. 
give me everybody. Give me your give me your spot hiddens. Here we go. Fifty six, which is what a regular pass. Sixty four regular pass. Thirty eight. That's a fail. Oof. All that's right. Thirty eight is a fail. My spot hidden's only twenty. Do you have eyes? Yikes! <laughs> My boy Jar- the Majority from Star Trek without his eyes <laughs> out here. Um. So yeah, let me. What did I? What did I even plan for you guys to find in here? Let me go back and look real quick. Um. So yeah, pretty um simple thing that you see pretty quickly, um, Yaps and Slicer, when you guys go through that reading room over the couch, um, there is a framed photograph. And the photograph is Michael.jpg in the file. In the, in the <laughs> like, drive. Who the hell is Michael.jpg? Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. This guy. Hmm, who scratched out on that photo? This is a guy that's a jockey on a horse with a crowd. Looks like a winner of a race or something. That's but Rocco like Vanzetti or whatever. The trainer Rocco who's Vanzetti. wearing like a nice nice suit, appears to be the trainer or maybe owner, uh, is scratched out in red. Yeah, are there, are there and... Any um, words on the back of the photograph or I did, I did this kind of uh, in paint. I'm not a great manipulator of photos, but... Um, Slicer, you will know that this scratched out in red. That is, it is blood. Um, it is as if someone oh. s- smeared blood on the uh, the glass which the painting is inside. Um, uh, no, I see. take that back. It's not behind glass. It's the photo itself. The, the photo itself has been, uh, blood has been rubbed over it. And uh, the second thing you notice is um, the jockey is rocker. Your little friend. Rocker? Rocker. Not Rocco. And but that's who Rocco is. Is Rocco Rocker? Is that the same person? Can I flip Good over the picture? Good question. Can I fl- I'm gonna flip <laughs> over the picture. I'm gonna flip over the picture and see if there's a name, you know, that people write like the year and the person in the photo or whatever. Uh sure. Uh yeah, I mean, it says uh, you flip over and somebody has written on in like uh, uh, an ink pen. Uh, Preakness, nineteen twenty. Michael and Rocco. Michael and Rocco. Rocco's the jocker. Michael's the trainer. So Rocky. rocker, rocker is Rocco. How convenient. Yes. We figured it out. We're geniuses. <laughs> Mystery solved. Pack it up. Rock. Rocco Erdman, Rock Er. Did you make up the name after we named him Rocker or before? <laughs> <laughs> I I will let you and the fans figure out the answer to that question. <laughs> Rock Erdman. That's wonderful. <laughs> Rocker man. Uh, all right, this is some interesting shit. We got we got to talk to Rocky. Rocco, whatever the fuck is Rocker. Chicken so- boy. So we were being demeaning this whole time when we were calling him Rocker to his face. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just exactly. assumed you knew him. He just assumed you knew him. Okay. Totally fair. That's a good piece of information to have. Obviously, uh, a little bit of bad blood there. 
as uh it's Mike that is is it Mike? Is that the right name? Michael. Yeah, Michael is crossed out here. So um the search continues, I guess. Sure. Um, yeah. that's, that's the only thing you guys notice on that floor. There is a staircase that goes up. Uh, there haven't, you haven't been through any bedrooms. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't also haven't seen the, like the, the place of the murder. Also true. Actual crime scene. So yeah, let's go upstairs. Oops. Yeah. Upstairs we go. Um, I guess I'll lead the charge again with the torch and the crowbar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, you head up, and uh, you get up there. It's a fairly small second floor. It's just a landing, and then there are two rooms that go off in either direction. It looks like uh, one of them, just at a glance, the doors are open. Um, one of them in a guest room, um, kind of austere, and then uh, another bedroom, which has uh, more furniture and decorations and stuff in it. It would be something you would, you would kind of recognize as the master bedroom um mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump into the master bedroom and uh start searching it yeah I mean as it's like one big floor I think we can kind of split up in this case since we're all very fairly close by either way so I'll go into the guest room so also help in the master bedroom in my special way which is not helpful before you do that you almost It's become a little commonplace to you, so you don't um, maybe notice immediately that the um, slice or the knife that you're holding in your breast pocket or whatever starts to kind of pulse a little bit and get a little warmer. And what you actually notice is that when you turn towards the guest room, uh, that becomes fainter. You notice its absence. Hmm. Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I guess. Hmm. I guess that means more interesting things are in, are in the master. So I think as they go into the master, and I notice that, I'd be like, "Hold up, boys! I'm coming with you. There might be uh, might be something going on with that master bedroom. I feel the daggers. So <clears throat> why don't we? Why don't we head there head on together? Works okay. for me. Um, you go in. The bedroom is quite chaotic. Um, like I said, there's more stuff in here. It's strewn about. Uh, there's like a bureau with a mirror. There's a big bed. Um, there's clothes. There is like a big chest of drawers, like a tall. Um, I already said bureau, but I think I meant something else. There's like a, there's like a mirror, a desk with a mirror on it, whatever the hell that's called, a vanity, and then there's also a bureau, which is like a big, uh, double doored chest of drawers, and um, it's open, clothes are strewn all over the place. Um, it looks like some crazy happened in here, uh, like some kind of fight, and um, yeah, that's what you see. What do you do? Hmm. Yeah, boys. Well, I better take a look around here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like play, uh, getting warmer with the knives. Walk around, see if any specific area makes them activate a little bit uh, more than others. If I can feel that. 
probably as you go into the roughly the center of the room at the foot of the bed um, it's pulsing pretty hard and uh, you see that telltale uh, brownish maroon iron scented um, splotch on the hardwood of the floor um, mm. and that would be something you as a doctor or you as a person who was just at a murder scene earlier tonight um, <laughs> where another person was murdered the same way would re- realize was um, a blood stain. oh interesting can I um, see do I have MP left I do I have multiple things of MP can I use my clairvoyance skill again reach down Sure. touch the blood and uh, close my eyes and kind of focus in and try to feel the story behind the murder. Yes. So, you touch the blood stain and what happens? You um, kind of snap to in a vision uh lower to the ground than you might expect. And you actually see Michael Strode in front of you. And um, he he has a knife in his hand. And um, you hear from within this person you are embodying uh, Rocker's voice. He says, Michael, Michael, we have to run. We have to leave. And uh, Michael says, no, you can hide. Get away. Get away. This isn't a fight for you. And uh, Rocker tries to lunge forward and grab him. And he accidentally uh, just nicks his thumb on the knife, um, which draws blood. And um, it drips down onto the floor. A tiny amount compared to the um, the big puddle that you actually saw in real life. Um, and he rears back and Michael says, go, hide! And finally, uh, Rocker does so. Um, he runs into uh, the closet, which is in the back corner of this room. And um, it's got like a um, slatted door. So he goes in the closet and secretes himself behind, um, like, the clothes and blankets and whatever would be in a closet. And you can still see out through the slat in the door, and Michael, um, you see the back of Michael, he's facing the door of his bedroom, brandishing the knife in his hand. And as you watch, he takes uh, a step back, as two robed figures walk into the room and they're carrying um, the daggers that you've seen before, the wavy daggers with the with the golden hilts and the, you can see the glow of the yellow gem in the inset in the, in the hilt. And uh, the two guys, they step forward and Michael says, she sent you? And they don't respond. You can't see their faces. They're shrouded in darkness by the hoods. And they they each simultaneously te- take a step forward 
and um, there is a huge fight. Um, unlike Nancy, who kind of was hopeless and um, had, had given up, didn't want to be a part of whatever is going on anymore, uh, but knew what was coming. Michael fights like a like a lion, and um, that causes the disarray that you see around you in the room. They're ripping sheets up. They're crashing into uh, furniture. One of the panels from like the trifold mirror on the vanity shatters um, as he throws one of them into him. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, there's two of them and one of them. And um, as the fight develops, they, they get a pretty clear advantage over him. Um, these are obviously pretty strong uh, guys as well. And ultimately they do um, manage to immobilize him and stab him in the chest in the middle of the room. And um, in the midst of all of that, you can hear um, Rocker just gently crying to himself in the closet. And um, yeah. <clears throat> and then you snap back too. Oh, wait, no. One more thing before you snap back too. One of the guys picks up a piece of paper off the ground and you see in the moonlight coming in through the window, you just, you only see, you can't recognize his face or anything like that, but you see um, the bottom half of his face and you see him give a little smirk and he, uh, he rubs the blade of the knife across uh, part of the piece of paper and then tosses it on the other side of the bed. And then they walk out. Hello, everybody. This is Joe, your slicer. Oh, boy, it's been a while. We have been so busy over the past few months, but we got another episode out here, and we've been doing the streams. I'm trying to do those a little bit more regularly, but we're up to like episode 18, 19 now on the streams. But of course, you're listening to episode 14 on the pod, but we will try to get these episodes out um, much, much quicker than uh, what's it been like five months at this point? I don't know. I don't even know. But uh, really sorry about the uh, the delay. Um, hopefully you've been sticking with us and thank you for everybody that has been sticking with us. Um, again, you can join our Discord. Uh, you can join our Twitch. Um, links to those are in the episode description. Join the community. Hang out with us uh, every Thursday night doing something and sometimes another day during the week. Um, so anyway, I want to thank all of our patrons, all of our Patreon subscribers that have been sticking with us through this delay. Um, and all the listeners, all the listeners of the episodes, all the, all the viewers of the stream, thank you so much. I want to give a special, special shout out to our Cthulhu patrons, those that donate $10 or more a month to the show. Keep us going. Um, they are Andre K., Darth Nate, Rockinars Woodshot, Christopher Huey, Tony A. Cold 07, It's Dereal, Monkey Lovin' Gamer, Zenzeba, Long Live Durf, Craig Spaulding, Caitlin Harvey, Kieran Drapiao, Sam J. O. Melton, The Stone Druid, Raver E. Alice, Super Average Jason, Robin, and Holly Roxana. You guys are amazing, uh, but thank you to all of our patrons, all of our listeners. Um, we hope you have been enjoying this show, this episode, um, and we hope to have more, uh, much more for you in the near future. So join us on Thursdays on Twitch, and we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to come to...
and I'm a little frantic seeing that. Um, I, I kind of reiterate the story to the guys while uh, moving to where I saw that paper kind of be flung and to see if it's still uh, might be in the same place. Give me a spot where I saw the vision. 61, which is a pass, a regular pass. You do uh, find a piece of paper. Uh, and it is labeled Horsey Program in the... Um, Horsey Program. In the drive. Okay. So this is a... Looks like a list of the horses running in a race on... It doesn't have a date. I don't see a date. But it's got a list of 10 horses. And the eighth horse, it looks like it's scratched out in blood. Yes. Um, and if you take a look at the back of it, um, hmm, what does it say? Does anywhere on this have a date of the race? Not shown in the picture, but actually on the ticket or on the yeah, program? Yeah, so... Um, that is just the horses part of the program. Uh, I will say at the top of it, which is not pictured in the visual aid, um, you have, uh, there's a header that says Aurelion Stakes, A-U-R-E-L-I-O-N. And it has the date, which is, um, I think when you went to Jackson's yesterday, Joe's sharing his notes with the whole Twitch chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, okay. He, uh, um, when you went to Jackson's, like what is now yesterday, um, he had marked that something was four days in the future, and the date on the program is um, three days in the future. Oh, here we go. Okay. And um, I'm not going to read too much into this but on the pamphlet it does say like i could make out a little bit of the uh jockey name um i don't know if that's supposed to be like rocky's name you can't but it, make it out i can't make it out okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just all covered i'm just saying yeah. Uh, yeah okay got it got it, got it. Yeah. okay so interesting. So there's a number eight horse, uh, maybe owned by Michael. I pull up the pamphlet I show everybody. This number eight horse is scratched out, but this date on this program is the Aurelian Stakes, which is in three days. This must be tied to that letter we saw in the garage. Of something, some shit's going on that involves Erica Carlisle that's going on in the stakes over at the racetrack in three days. I betcha we go we're gonna see the number eight horse scratched so obviously we need to make a plan to get there in four days um three yeah. days now three three or days, three days time. excuse me that gives us enough time i think uh based off the letter that we saw uh something happened at waverly at the sanatorium involving erica and michael had said that he's not gonna let it happen again at the stakes. So I think we need to figure out what the hell happened over at the sanatorium. And maybe if we have time, get into that Carlisle house and see what might be happening at the stakes. And we sure as hell need to be there in three days. 
I wonder if Raka might have uh, an idea of what happened before. Yeah, let's make sure we get that picture. We show him. It's proof we know something, and maybe he knows something, too. Uh, yeah, we have that little placard with his name on it, too. We yeah. should know. We should take the we should take the saddle for him. No, we should take the 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 outfit, the jockey uniform. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yeah, because we could you could use him to sneak in. We Genius. Can, what if a number eight wasn't scratched and Rocky? We can get Rocker to be the jockey. Rocky races again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Let's take the the jockey outfit. Um, yeah. So right. I guess we need to go back to Bucky Chuckett's chicken hut or whatever. I want to s- search all the drawers in the kitchen for keys to Michael Strode's vehicle. Model T. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, we could sell it, right? Those are worth. Uh... You don't. Um, you don't find them. I want to hot- try and hotwire it. <laughs> No one will notice a car coming out of the garage of the dead man's house. (laughs) So you guys are walking back out to the garage, or you're in the garage now? I don't think so. What's everybody doing? We're skipping around. I don't think... We have to check the guest bedroom. Let's do a quick sweep of the guest bedroom. There's nothing in there. Yeah, might as well. Nothing in there. No, we don't (laughs) see it. I don't want to take the car. I, do I want, also I agree. Do, with I do that. want to take the jockey. The the jockey. I think we can take the keys if we come back and we need it. We can have access to it. But I don't think we just take the car right now. We um, never found the keys. You didn't find them. Yeah, I'm fine not taking the car as long as we light the house up. <laughs> no. <laughs> take. Then we got. Was, the, then what we was got... the point of sneaking in without breaking the tape? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the tape will be burnt, but not right, cut. Right. Yeah. Police will notice. It'll be a sure. There's a freak accident. Electrical <laughs> fire. Where are you guys standing right now? Oh god, here we go. <laughs> We're not going. We're, we are headed out. We looked around as much as we could. We grabbed. We grabbed the photograph. We grabbed the plaque. This is your. I got the bottle of wine. I got the box of matches. Uh, I got the letter and the jockey program. And we just head out of the house. Yeah, I we I and hopefully I found a duffel bag to cram all this SHIT. <laughs> put all this shit. In. <laughs> um, so you walk out of the garage back towards the house, and uh, you hear tires screech, not loud, uh, but just like um, like if you ever hear a car with the brakes are a little old. And they just kind of as they as they, uh, as they engage, um, you hear that uh, down the street in the direction of backseat middle. Hmm. Shit, boys! I I think we just need to make a move for the car, right? Maybe maybe a wide wide move around, just in case someone's checking out our car. Do we want to go through the backyards? They're probably all fenced. That's all right. Sure. Yeah, that's probably a good plan. Okay. Um, give me give me another set of stealth rolls. Boy, we were so good at this last time. Come on, twenty. Hell yes. Extreme pass. Oh, I rolled a seventeen. That's a regular and pass. I rolled an eighty-seven. I crashed through the first uh. fence and fell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Luckily, I was only looking for two successes. So two out of three. Um, All right. Yeah, Yaps like walks into a wind chime, uh, but fortuitously, as he is doing so, the wind blows. So nobody thinks anything of it. Um, you guys move through these backyards. I think the car was parked like five or six houses down. You said in a dark spot. Um, you move through the yards. You're looking up like the driveway of the house that's closest to where you parked the car. It is dark. You said you parked in a dark spot on the street. So you can't see great, but you can see like the shadowy silhouette of your car. And you can see the shadowy silhouette of another car pulled up directly behind it. Uh, so we can't make out the make or model or we've seen this car before? Not from where you are right now. Can we see how many people are in the car? You cannot see how many people are in the car, nor whether they are in the car or out of the car. It's very dark. Is there... Okay, uh, I'm going to look around and find like a rock or some pebbles or something. Uh, sure. It's outside. There's that around. Uh, I'm going to I want to move away, like kind of circle around behind uh, the car and start throwing rocks at it. Moving away, like move away from Yaps and Slicer. So you're you are trying to throw like a pebble where at what at their at their car. OK. To try and either get them to leave or get out of their car and see what's happening sure um you it's not a tough throw it's a little pebble whatever you're able to do it you don't need a skill check or anything like that uh it, it bounces off the bumper and makes like a metallic sound when it hits um you hear a man say what was that and another voice says i think it was something back behind the cars and then in the uh, in the moonlight, you see uh, two. Uh, again, you can't make out any details. Maybe you'll even see them for a flash of a second when they like walk between the shadows. The two trees are casting. There are noticeably two men standing um, around your cars, and now they're, three they're two. walking generally in your direction. Three against two. I say we just confront them. We're just heading back to our car with a duffel bag full of a murdered person's shit. Um, do we want to kneecap them? Absolutely. Yeah. So I was going to say maybe we could surprise them, right? Like you two could maybe surprise them and I walk up and ask. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe so then, you, like, you guys motion to you to confront them and we'll sneak up behind or something. Okay. So. I want to come from a more natural direction than, like, the backyard of a random house saying, just trying to get back to my car. Um, so maybe since they think it's behind the car, I'll go up, like, a yard or two ahead and then, like, walk back down towards them. Does that make sense? So you're, like, on... We'll say there's a sidewalk. You're, like, you have walked around to in front of your car and you're coming towards... Correct, because then, the rocks that were thrown made them think that there's something behind the car, right? Yeah, so they're looking back. Right, so I, I want to use that distraction to get out from behind like the backyards and then approach from a natural direction being the sidewalk. A, a natural okay. place being the sidewalk. 
And are you sneaking up or you're walking up kind of in the open as if to, like, confront them? Or are you trying to sneak up on them? So let me let me uh, take a step back here. Before I went there, I gave my shotgun to Cuddy and then the crowbar is slipped kind of like in my belt. So it's like behind me, but I can reach back and, and you know, grab it real quick. But I just have my hands in my pockets and I'm just walking the sidewalk, you know, as normal as can be towards the car. <laughs> Whistling. Okay. Yeah. Do 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 do. Seeing, are, uh, are, are you are you actually whistling? No, I'm just I'm just walking. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> so from uh, from Cuddy's vantage point, he can kind of see Yep step out and kind of start walking towards the car. I'm also going to step out, but pull out a one of my uh, bottles of skint possum and start kind of stumbling towards the cars, uh, just pretending to be a little uh, inebriated. Okay. And making, so kind of making some noise. So did you pass the shotgun off to Slicer? No, I've still got, I've still got so, the shotgun. So you have a shotgun. shotgun and a bottle of alcohol. You're just a drunk Perfect. person with yeah. a shotgun. I thought Dangerous. we were going to be sneaking behind them. Yeah, I thought the, I I thought the idea was behind I, them. I thought the idea was to get a jump on them. Uh, whatever, it doesn't uh, matter. I'm drawing attention. Okay. A drunk person with a gun, that, that would do that. So, yeah, that's, I that's mean, Yaps, is Yaps is walking up normally, casually. Probably normally they would notice him, um, but um, instead Cuddy is kind of uh, acting up in front of them where they're already looking. Um, you're like kind of shambling around, right? Yep. Deliberately making some noise. So do I am uh, going to stay hidden. Give me an acting record. check. Ooh. That's the thing? Yep. That would be a... 27, which is a pass. Okay. I'm an actor. I don't even have acting on my sheet. So, um, they, um, the, when you start to walk up, the one of the guys goes, are they coming? And then a second guy sees you shambling and sees the bottle in your hand. He's like, I think it's just some drunk. He goes, hey, Hey, buddy, you need to get out of here. Oh, uh, hey, 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 hello, gentlemen. Uh, it's a nice, nice uh, night for a walk. What are you all doing out this late? Uh, the guy takes another step towards you and he goes, Fella, you don't want to be around here right now. Doesn't look like you're going to remember this in the morning, and that's a-okay with me. I just need you to turn around and walk back the direction you came from. And he, he puts his hand on his shoulder and tries to, like, literally, you know, thinking you're sort of a pliable drunk person, turn you around and nudge you in the other direction. The other guy is still standing over by the, the trunk of the car. How much distance that's, have I closed during this uh, you're, you're still walking up while this is going on, mm-hmm. um, and you're you're not sneaking. You're just walking. Just walking. Um, I can't imagine that I'd be making too much noise. I guess maybe that's why I'm not clarifying that I'm sneaking because I feel like I've, what I just me walking up probably wouldn't override a drunk person with a shotgun screaming in their face. But you know, you tell me. So you're walking up. Um, 
while these two guys are looking back at Cuddy. And um, as you walk up, you probably reach like the f- the back of backseat middle, uh, you know, perpendicular to the sidewalk or whatever. Um, and you hear someone in the front of the car that is pulled up behind backseat middle from the driver's seat of the car um, yell, hey, there's another one up here. And the second guy uh, immediately... Uh, draws a pistol and turns around. Am I so like? It's me, the the guy that has his hand on my chest, another guy, and then somebody in the car. It's you. Yeah, there's the guy. He's got his hand on like your shoulder blade. He's trying to turn you. And Can I draw the away. shotgun and shoot and not hit Yaps? Yeah. You know what? He's distracted. That's what um, I. That, he's that, distracted that, by the driver yelling. He turns back. To look in that direction, and in that instant, as soon yeah, as it? soon as he flips his head back to look at his, his friend and uh, yaps, I just bring the shotgun up and stick it in his chest and <laughs> rip one. And just, just excellent echoes um, across the <clears throat> neighborhood. I guess these guys should have stat blocks if we're going to fight them. Give me just a second. I <laughs> don't know what, what uh, they're doing. I was just kind of making this up as I go. All right. Remember before when you were like, yeah, I had some time to plan. And I said, yeah. I made this up as, as I went through. I was like, I better I better put like a potential fight or encounter in here if we're just going to be investigating the whole time. Um, yeah, give me a roll. Two, give me a firearms roll, but you can have two advantage die. Well, I, I, as soon as I see Cuddy lift the gun up, I'm racing out to encounter. <laughs> I got with, with just, was, just holding all the stuff like this. Just. <laughs> yeah, I just got a duffel bag and a hatchet in my hand. <laughs> I got a seven. You said I got I got a seventy four and a four. Okay, so a four is gonna do it. A four is an extreme pass. Um, you shoot him in the chest. <laughs> Excellent. Um, is he dead? <laughs> I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say given given the way this encounter is unfolding, um, yeah, I'm not even gonna make you roll damage. Uh, you shot him in the chest point blank with a shotgun. Um, what do you, I don't even remember what the damage profile of the shotgun is. What is it? it, it like, four D six up, up front. It's it's four D six plus whatever the modifier you have is. Yeah, um, a million. Yeah, so you shoot him in the chest and he dies from a gunshot wound. <laughs> from a shotgun blast. Point <laughs> um, so obviously mayhem breaks out at that point. Um, the guy who was, I mean, Yaps, you could not really see that unfolding because Cuddy was on the other side <laughs> of the guy. You couldn't see him. So all you hear is a gunshot. And then the guy who had drawn a pistol turns around and looked at you. He, like, pops off a couple rounds in your direction and then turns back towards Cuddy. Um, so, actually, Yaps, you give me a... Um... No, you know what? I'm just going to roll for him because we basically entered initiative at this point. And since he had his gun drawn, he's going to have... Uh, he's going to have the first go pretty much no matter what. So, okay. I'm going to roll that up. Yo, I'm gonna die. 
Yeah, thank <laughs> goodness we brought Cuddy on this mission. I have, uh, we were supposed I, to be sneaky. I have. Uh, don't worry, I'm proficient in first aid. Bruh, first aid. I'm gonna need more than a band aid <laughs> out here, brother. I'm gonna get shot in the face, dog. So, so yeah, this guy didn't. It kind of like. Obviously, they were here with a purpose, right? Um, but it, it's not even clear that these guys had seen you before. They didn't recognize Cuddy when he walked up. He was super tense, um, but not prepared to suddenly be in a gunfight. So he just kind of shoots wildly towards Yaps. Uh, Yaps, you maybe even like kind of duck behind the front wheel well of the car. He turns around and he's pointing the gun at Cuddy, but he doesn't hit anybody. Um, the car turns on. Um... I <laughs> are crazy. Hey, hold on, whose turn is it? Whose turn is it? Um, I believe initiative I order goes by Dex, if I recall correctly. 60 which would make, 55. Uh, yeah, it's Slicer's turn. Yeah, so as the guy turns around to look at Cuddy, he actually sees a crazy person running at him with an axe. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, I just slash him across the f- the face. This, the, he the is, turns he's around. Going, what the fuck? What the fuck? People <laughs> yeah. will never believe. We are, we are so tense and so terrified of everybody. We just kill them when we people, see them. People we are, will never believe we're the good guys. Ever. No. no. Not, not the impossible. listeners, not the people in the game. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, 95, a critical failure. <laughs> Yikes! Just buried Actually, it right no. into Cuddy's shoulder. No, 96, uh, a 96 not a critical is a critical failure. failure so Just you a failure. merely fail. Oh, um, man. Well, I'm going to say this guy, like I said, he's totally caught off guard by everything that's happening around him. So he is just going to roll a dodge. I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, no. He doesn't even have a melee weapon out. He actually crushes it, so... Uh, he he deftly avoids the axe swing which you were going to sail anyway Um, but he does um, I don't know he doesn't really derive any advantage from that but you miss (laughs) alright so it's Yaps' turn now Um, I rip open the I'm assuming it's the passenger door uh, the side I'm on is that the side is that the door facing the sidewalk Um, yeah Okay. I yeah, you up. guys are like parked regular on the street. Like, I rip open the passenger the door and um, I, I, I try and scuffle with the person in the, the driver's seat so they can't take off. Maybe okay. try and like turn the car off or take the keys or something like that. Let's do a um, let's do a contested brawl check. Um, yeah, let's do a contested brawl check. Ten. Nice. That is extreme, I assume? Yes. He rolls a regular pass. Um, So you're not swinging on him or anything, but you do kind of get a hold of him, and you have him grappled right now. Um, He is like... I don't even know if they had... I don't think they had invented seatbelts back then. So he's just sitting at the... The front seat is literally just like a bench, like a padded bench. Um, and you're sitting on the right side, and he's on the left side, and you've got a hold of his upper body, um, but he's still like sitting in the seat. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
if I can't do anything else, then that'll be my turn. Okay. Um, so this will wrap back around to um, the guy with the gun um, who... Well, actually, Cuddy, what's your dex? It's low, right? It's 50. Yeah. So it'll wrap back around to the guy with the gun. Well, technically, um, does that put him back at the bottom of the list? Because then he'd go no, after me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like a surprise. No, round. you know what? Fuck it. Cuddy got the Cuddy got the uh, the jump, uh, if you will, the jump on everybody. <laughs> He's feeling himself in this fight. Yeah, everybody, in this <laughs> he fight blew that guy He's away. Unaware. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's Cuddy's turn. Uh, so the other guy uh, turned around and. and took some shots at yaps uh i'm just gonna roll up behind him and uh take this shotgun and just straight kneecap the guy do you mean like kind of, as a blunt instrument as a cudgel a, yeah it's like a okay. cudgel assuming i don't have another i think we can probably kill this guy um yeah give me a give me a brawl 27 which is a hard pass. Um, he is gonna try to fight you back with his fists. Uh, well, I mean, he's got the gun in his hands. I'll say he, he's tr- he's gonna try to he's gonna fight back. And he's trying to pistol whip you. Uh, he, you said you rolled a what? Hard pass. Hard pass. He is rolling. Let's see. He math 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 math. Um, he rolls a regular pass. So you win that exchange. Um, I'm gonna say that is a, like, give me a 1D. Do you have any damage bonus? You don't, no, right? No, I do not. Um, give me a, give me a 1D4. Three. Okay. So he takes three damage. And uh, because you said that you, you you called out that you were like because because this guy is still on the ropes and kind of was surprised by the start of this fight, he's getting attacked from like three different directions. Somebody's in his car. Um, you do manage to um, hurt him in the leg to some degree, and that's going to give him uh, disadvantage on his next attack. Sweet. Um, so let's see how much uh, help do I want to get this guy okay so uh, he cries out and he almost like falls to one knee and you see him hobble a little bit as you hit him and uh, Cuddy he's going to turn around and he's going to try to uh, return the favor at you know again you're at close range um, so he's not going to try to shoot you um, he is still, he's trying to swing back with the pistol and hit you in the head. So he is doing a fight. Contested brawl. Then. You're going to fight back, you said? Yeah, I'm going to fight back. Okay. I got a 43. He rolls uh, exactly a hard pass. So I assume that is not a hard pass. That is not a hard pass. Okay. So he, uh, he gets you pretty good in the head. Well, actually, let me roll damage before I say that. He gets you a medium in the head. He maybe, like, hits you kind of on the side of your temple and he does two damage to you. Uh, which brings up Slicer. Uh, so I'll try to, since he's focused on Cuddy now, I'll try to get him in the square in the back. 
with a hatchet swing. Um, okay. A six, an extreme pass. Um, he is, one. he's just gonna desperately try to dodge. And he's gonna fail. <laughs> so, roll your damage. Alright, it's a 1d8 plus 2. Uh, 3 plus 2 is 5. 5 damage. Alright. You get him. You get him pretty good in his back. Um, he is hurt, but still, uh, he's a, he's a big boy. He's a big beefy boy, and he's still, um, he's still in it. Um, the man in the car is going to go next, and he is going to um, try to break the grapple. So, so Kirk, is this a me, contested brawl? Again? Give me a brawl. Yeah. 28. Hard pass. Um, 90. Not hard pass. <laughs> uh, he, does, he does not break out of the brawl. And it is your turn. Um, I would like to drag him out of the car. Okay. Um, he is, he's in there pretty good. There's a lot of stuff for him to hook his foot or his arms around and stuff like that. So we're going to do another contested strength check or, or brawl check rather. Um, he is going to roll with advantage and you're going to roll with disadvantage. So if, if I fail this or if he wins this, does that break my grasp, or does it just mean I can't get him out of the car? I guess I, I, that's a piece of information I'd like before I make this decision. I don't know the answer to that question until we roll the dice. All right, let's roll some dice then. Why not? <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a fight for our lives here, boys. We don't know what's going to happen. Eight. Um, so and rolls. 38. So reg, I think 30 is a regular pass. Uh, he rolls a seven. Great. And a 67, so he's going to keep the 7. Yeah. Which is an, <laughs> an extreme success. Um, when my, first you roll what? An, my first roll was an 8, and then my second one was, uh, a, it was a 38. Okay. So, um, he does not break your grasp, maybe in the tussle back and forth. He gains a little bit more leverage. He's a little bit more in control of the encounter, but you are still, uh, overall, um, grappling his upper body uh, but you were not able to drag him out of the car so we will wrap back around to cutting uh yeah we're, I'm, I guess I'm just gonna try and uh continue the pistol guy but so if we deal lethal damage is is it does it work kind of like fifth edition where we don't have to kill him necessarily that's a good question because ideally, right, like if we can incapacitate him and take him, maybe take him with us and interrogate him at a different location. Now, now he wants to be nice. He shot a guy square, square in the chest. I didn't. I'm not trying to kill all of them. <laughs> just, just most of them. Um. So, wait, is that real? Hang on. Let me check the actual rule book and not the internet because that's confusion. That's confusing. Um. Let's just say yes. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to run through the rule book for this. Okay, then, uh, um, you can, if you deal enough damage to do so. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna try and uh, 
brawl with this guy and trying to swing and you know aim for the temple area, maybe try and just knock him unconscious. Okay. Um, he is, he's well in the fight now, so he is definitely fighting back. Yeah, he's 31. He's a he, hard pass. He also rolls a hard pass. Um, and since he is defending, that means he loses. So give me a d4. It's a, uh, my brawl is a d3. What? My brawl is a d3. Well, but aren't you pissed? I'm, I was sort of giving you an extra... Oh, I just... Because like, uh, okay. you're battering him with a... <laughs> with a shotgun. I got, a th- I got a three again. Okay. So, um, he is starting to look a little, um, uh, a little mushy, a little, uh, light, a little, uh, shaky on his feet, but you don't knock him out. Um, it is his turn, and he is beginning to sense the desperation of this situation, and he is going to try to take a step back and shoot you with his gun. Um, Isn't Slicer behind him? Yeah, I mean, he's, he just, he's just trying to... He's not even, like, okay. trying to disengage, per se. Gotcha. Um, he's just trying to um, get, like, the smallest amount of space just so he can bring the um, bring the gun to, to bear. bear. Gotcha. Um, let me just take a quick look here. Uh, I am going to give him two penalty dies because he is in engaged in melee combat with two people. And let me just find a damn weapon for him real quick. Pistol. He has a... 32 revolver, which he has shot... He shot twice at the beginning of this um, engagement. Um, and let's, yeah, let's roll it up. I guess I'm going to try and dodge. So that is a 15 and 85 and a 55. So 85 is not going to do it. Um, he sails that shot. He does not shoot you. Slicer. All right. Well, <clears throat> he's still kicking there. Um, shooting. Yeah. I'm more specifically, shooting. Kicking, shooting. Yeah, he's shooting at my buddy. I'm not trying to be nice. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep hitting him. Okay. If we want to, if we want to capture someone, Yaps has got it up front. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So uh, fifty-five. He's... Yeah, I'm. I'm swinging down on my hatchet. My hatchet. Which is, uh, what is a 55? A 55 is a regular pass, barely. He's going to try to dodge, uh, and he rolls a 20. So, uh, he he dodges. You don't hit him. It's a hard pass? Okay. Great. A tie goes to the dodger as well, so. Okay. I didn't even look at what his skill in dodge is, but. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, a, it's a success, and a, all success is all I needed, so. You miss him. Uh, car guy. Yaps? Or not yaps. Slicer and Cuddy, give me a dex roll. Oh, he's putting it into reverse, baby. I got a <laughs> regular, regular pass. 26. Regular, hard pass. Uh, let me see what his buddy does. 
<laughs> He's hobbled with his knees. Well, yeah, and he doesn't pass. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mentioned that, that that guy had gotten a little bit of his composure back, a little bit of, of leverage back. Um, so he manages to just punch the car into reverse, and uh, and he floors it, and um, yaps, <laughs> yaps, 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 and. Cuddy actually managed to jump out of the way, but he nails his friend. Wait, am I not um, in the car? No, Slicer and Slicer. Cuddy. Oh, okay. Slicer. Yeah, Slicer. Just, yeah, sorry, Slicer. Slicer, Slicer and Cuddy uh, managed to get out of the way. Um, <laughs> the guy uh, who you were fighting uh, gets nailed by the back bumper <laughs> of this car. He is not dead, but he is on the ground, <laughs> um, and he's in bad shape. Um, no, this is not dead. And um, I sneeze on him. The the car just goes past him and is like to the extent a 1920s car can rocket down the street in reverse. It is going kind of fast down the street in reverse. Probably like how fast can you go in first gear in a Model T? Like ten miles an 10 hour. Ten miles an hour. It's yeah. going like ten miles it's an hour, rocketing down <laughs> the street. <laughs> just a light jog. You can, can, can outrun it. it. <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, Yaps, you're up. Um, so I guess uh, after this past tussle, and they've obviously got some mobility here able to do that, how are we, like, how am I holding them right now? Like, how did you envision that happening? So I can make a decision what I need to do to adjust the situation. You probably, you probably lost your kind of, I'm uh, saying footing, but even though you're not standing up, but you're kind of like, leaned over in the seat and you're almost like hugging him I think like a bear he managed hug? he managed he managed to get his right arm over your arm which is what he used to do it's one of those like steering wheel old-timey gear shifts um you know so he managed to kick it in reverse but so you're like maybe your left arm is over his left shoulder your right arm is like coming up like so um across his chest and you're you're holding him in that way if you want to keep doing that. Okay, you so could, if his, obviously you if could his arm is up and over mine, then I'm going to slip my... So I'm kind of picturing this. The cars this were going backwards. His right arm went up and over. So I'm going to slip uh, my left arm up and my right arm around his arm and kind of put him in a half Nelson. Um, and okay. get, you know, get his right arm up above his head and then I have him around his neck to kind of put him in a half Nelson. Okay. Um, and what is your, your goal? To, uh, have him go unconscious due to lack of air in his body. <laughs> Cause <laughs> okay. at this point, I think I'm just along for the ride in this whip anyway. So. Um, him out. Take okay. Um, yeah. So you, um, Let's do this. Give me a... Because he kind of did a little crazy maneuver, he's a little distracted. Um, and uh, he's going to roll with a penalty die. We'll do a, we'll do a contested roll. Regular pass. So he rolls a 91. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to say... Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> you do that. Yay. You 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 even kind of put him to sleep. Um, not in like a you choked him to death way, but like, you know, if you put somebody in a headlock, you can like cut off their 
you can kind of make him black out for a second. Yep. He kind of blacks out for a second. In the way that you are in the passenger seat, um, like sort of reaching around him and pulling him towards you, he leans with his left arm over the steering wheel and turns it to the right, um, causing the car, which he is still pushing the accelerator on just by his body weight, uh, to veer off the road to the right, coincidentally um, directly through the front door of Michael Strode's house. <laughs> um, and as it, as it crashes through the front door, um, it goes a little bit into the like living room, and uh, the weight of the car buckles the floor. Um, oh, cool! Right where all the bourbon is spilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we blow up yeah. the house. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the situation as you are currently in now. Um, right around. Back around the top to Cuddy. Uh, Cuddy is gonna just kind of look over to Slicer. Throw him in the back seat, middle, and let's go find Yaps. And uh, I go around and start getting in the driver's side of uh, backseat middle. This guy? Yeah. Right here? Bring him with us. I don't, I don't want to do that, but uh, okay. And I just drag this unconscious well, fellow. it's not your turn yet. Cuddy oh, okay. goes and gets in the front in the car. Um, yeah. The guy rolls over. He's like, I'm not dead yet, motherfucker. And um, <laughs> he rolls a 90 as he fires his <laughs> gun wildly in the air. <laughs> uh, okay, vaguely, so Cuddy ran to the car. towards Slicer. Cuddy, Cuddy's running yep. to the car with Cuddy's, his back turned to us. Yep. Okay, I'm going to kill this guy with a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> 49, which is a regular pass. Yeah, that's gonna do it. That's gonna yeah. do it. Oh, shit, uh, he died. See. Yeah, he I rolls, run after the he rolls car. with like 14 penalty dice because he's prone and he just got hit by a car and he's almost dead. Yeah, he rolls a 93. Yeah. Uh, so he I, I, run, I run to the dodge. car. He's like, ah, nah, snap. He he just he killed over right before, I, right as I was dragging him. All right, oh, let's go get That's, let's that's go some get, bad luck. Let's go get, yeah, sure is. <sighs> All right, Yaps, you are a little shaken from the car wreck. You're kind of hanging like uh, the, the, the van at the end of the Italian job. Um, that's a that's a bit of an odd reference, the old, the original one. Um, you're like hanging kind of over the basement, and um, the guy is still kind of knocked out. He's a little woozy. He's not dead, but um, you, you, you can look back and see that there is there is fuel from this car dripping into the um, into the cavernous hole that you created to the basement of this house. Um, <laughs> and you are in the front seat of the car. What do you do? Uh, turn the car off. Start there. <laughs> okay. Just reach over. You know, kind of like, uh, you know, for a little comedic effect, like silently just reaching over and just turning the car <laughs> off after that moment. Um I'm going to assess the situation and see if there's a way that obviously I can get out without having the car careen into the to the basement. Um, ideally, I would like to get both of us out. 
Well, that is your decision. Uh. Whether I mean, you got in the car. And remember, you were just trying to, like, pull this guy out in the beginning. So your door is, like, hanging open. Um, You could probably get out of the car pretty easily. If you wanted to drag an unconscious man out of the car as well, um, that would be pretty significantly more difficult. And it would also definitely affect the weight distribution of the car to a more significant degree. Um, it is up to you which what you want to do. Okay, so I will do this. This is what I'm going to try to do. Why not? You said I can make it out fairly easily, so I'm going to assume I can just get is that a fair assumption, or is that something I'll have to roll for? I don't want to take too many actions. Are we out of combat? I guess we are for the moment. You're basically out of combat. Okay. This guy's not an initiative. Um, I, I, I will first get. My, this this. Let me tell you. This is what my idea, and you tell me if this like logically makes sense. I want to get out of the car. Then I want to use the crowbar to essentially reach in and try to like hook around his pants and like pull him that way. So if the car falls, I actually have a chance of having him hooked to something. That's my that that's what I would like to do. But I'd like to make sure that I am on stable ground first and then try this human fishing expedition. Okay. <laughs> You're going to have to make a few rolls to make that work. <laughs> well, so. I mean, he's going to die. So like if this thing goes in, he's going to die anyway, so I might as well roll some stuff. First, give me a luck check. Um, okay. 32. That's a pass. Okay. The car does not immediately fall in the hole when you get out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next, give me a... I'm going to say a hard strength check. Okay. 32. Let me see where that lands. I don't know if that gets around. Ah, I needed to be 37. We're in there. 32. We're one step <laughs> okay. closer. So you do, uh, against all odds, you manage to hook the crowbar around, like, the collar of his shirt. And cool. You, you, so if it you, falls, I just snap his neck? Can I do, like, his pants? And the collar. Like the collar. Not, like, not around <laughs> his neck. Around, like, you know. The um, collar. So you, you manage to pull him, and he... Um, leans dazedly over to the side um, to where you could grab him with your hands if you wanted to. Uh, Give me a luck check. So much fun. 18! Oh my (laughs) god. Oh my gosh. The the car rattles and tilts a little bit, but it doesn't fall out. Um... (laughs) Give me a, give me a brawl check. <laughs> I'm fighting He's, this person. That I'm trying to say a beautiful. He is he is waking like up muscle. in this moment. He didn't perceive anything that just happened, and okay. all he feels is that this guy has his arms around him again. Okay. So he is going to contest your brawl check. Okay. Fifty-seven. That's a regular pass. He rolls a forty-three. <laughs> Which is also a regular pass. <laughs> Give me a luck check. Keep her going. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Seventy-eight. Oh, oh my! God. Hold on. Oh no. Hold on. Can I spend? Can I expend? Uh, 
luck points? Can you? You can't you spend luck enough? to reroll luck. Oh yeah. Here's what I will say. <laughs> the car is is falling, but you have a hold of this guy. Give me one last strength check. Seven. Let's go. Are you Seven fucking nine. kidding me? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was only going to give it to you in the case of an extreme pass. <laughs> um, as the as the car is falling, you just kind of flex your legs and lower your center of gravity, and you don't even really pull the guy out. You just hold him as the car falls, and you manage to turn and kind of slide him out of the front seat as the car falls away from him. Um... It goes into the basement and sparks start flying. You're standing directly above the basement. Um, what do you do with this man that you now have a hold of? But through all this, we have peeled around the corner. Yeah, I hope so. Like, do I have any support coming here? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Get in, yips! A uh, little help here, boys. <laughs> little help. I, ki- I kick open the back trunk. Uh, as uh, the Cuddy car? turns the wheel, uh, yeah, yeah, of of backseat oh, middle, oh, oh, jump in the car. Uh, I, so I, you're, are you you're dragging him out? Is that is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Uh, do okay. we have a coffin <laughs> in our hearse? Probably not, because why? We've would got we? Uh, we, no, because, we filled uh, that with certain uh, people filled it with your priceless heirloom and kicked it out of the back of the car. In the first <laughs> we do have yeah, yeah, we do have made. body bags though, like that inside compartments. Guy. We said. Right. I'm yeah, sure and, and also it's just a big flat space. I mean, yeah. so let's let's zip them up in a body bag, but so that they can uh, breathe a little bit. We obviously the whole point is for them to not perish. And uh, we can worry about that after you get out of an explosion. Sure, I can't, throw them I in the car. And, yeah, cool guys don't look at explosions, Joe. I don't know if you knew that. So I'm not <laughs> <with the> <laughs> I can't believe you passed all those checks. That's uh, well, I, I technically didn't pass all of them. I did fail them. That's true. You failed one. <laughs> You're um, a student to really play out an NPC. So interrogation you, situation. You do get him back in the car. Um, you shut the doors behind you. You look around and you see uh, lights are coming on, bing, 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 all over the neighborhood around you because you know you've been shooting off guns in the middle of the night in the middle of this affluent neighborhood you were flashing lights earlier people know something is up and in the distance you hear uh, uh, like like some police are on the way wonderful well, and... I peel out at 10 miles an hour <laughs> really good. just shot that guy in the chest um, I, I assume that's probably where we want to end it tonight right Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Freddy's got a long one. Ended on a high note. Oh, God. Wh- like, what if these guys were just checking out a hearse? They'd, uh, you know. I guess you'll find out um, from yeah, the Yeah, probably. Who guy. are you? I don't know. So my, my kid lost his bike. We thought I was around here. Oh, also the house blows up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Pretty, pretty cut it right there. The house blows up. The end. <laughs> Ha <laughs>